Cans is the most used. I think it's this one. Hold on. You just tell me when we're ready, okay? All right. Uh, I mean, when we're ready or when I'm ready? Uh, when, whenever. So, whenever you hit the button, just tell me. Because I'm, I'm not going to know when you're ready. You're going to have to tell me when you're ready, and then I can tell you when we're ready because I could then let you know if we were aligned in our readiness. Okay. But I did hit the button now 30 seconds ago. Okay. There's something that usually goes here, isn't there? Do you, do you want me to go back 30 seconds? and Can you can you just have... travel back in time? Yeah. And then I'll let you know when we get to 30 seconds in the past. And will you be ready? I'll be ready. <laughs> okay, because okay. I'll be ready. All right. All right. It, it... Travel back. Did I do it? I think so. You paused on the screen, so... <laughs> Hello, you are listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are a Geelong-based podcast where we play some games badly and then talk shit about them. Uh, but this episode is special, not like any of the others. Well, not like well, most of the others. Yeah, it, there's been a couple that it's sort of like, but it's not the same. No, and it, it is it's, special. It's special. It has its own bus. Uh, we are here to discuss the painting comp event that we did over January and February. We ran a little, little event for people to join if they so chose with the basis that you could, you must paint a model, any model, doesn't matter, using black, white, and two colors of your choice. And it's over. That's it. So that's it. Yeah. So. Right, it's a wrap. Good story. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Um, laters. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. I think we I think we missed something there, didn't we? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I got a little bit carried away. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, the whole concept was, as we said, it was uh, pick a model, any model. It could be a hand model. It could be a lingerie model. It could be a model of some kind of tabletop wargaming yes, uh, but, company. But why male models? Sorry. No. <laughs> you said hand model and it threw yeah. me back to Zoolander. Yeah. yeah. I see where we're going here now. Um, <laughs> Uh, but four colors. So you get to pick two of those colors and then the other two colors are black and white. And then you could do with those four colors, whatever you wish. We and had we a bunch have, of people. We did. They, we had a bunch of different people too, a bunch of different entries. It would have been all, awkward if it was the same person. Well, yeah, I suppose. But um, yeah, look, before we go into the entries themselves, we can't throw a painting event without joining it ourselves because that would just be rude. Yeah, if we're going to ask you to go to any kind of effort, it, it's probably only fair that we go to at least 
the same amount of effort. Similar. Similar. Let's not say yeah. the same because I don't think no. I did the same as, as many people. No. Uh, what did you decide to do? Well, I I still can't decide whether I've cheated because <laughs> so the the whole concept here was that we needed to choose the four or the four colors black white and whatever else and I have been looking for an excuse to paint at least one of the models if not several more but at least one of the models from Marvel United which is a board game with a whole lot of the Marvel figures but they're kind of cute and chibi styled um such a cool little board game too so we have played it there is an episode or two where we've gone into our games of this board game but yeah the models are so cute they're really cool and when they released the kickstarter originally um they had big child creatives the, the studio paint all of the models for them and they did it in this kind of comic-y style and it was super cool and it got me massively pumped to do things i could never hope to replicate um and then I was flicking through all of the models I had, which given that it was a Kickstarter is way too many, um, and trying to work out what I could do with just two colours, black and white. And a couple of them jumped out at me as as very, very feasible options. Um, examples that didn't quite make the cut include Moon Knight. I reckon I could do him with, with a lot of white and maybe some black and... I'll find some spots for some other colour. It'll be fine. Um, probably don't even need the other colours. No. And to be honest, the other colours would probably be similar to the ones that I chose, but um, in reverse almost. Um, one of the Spider-Men, uh, he did the Spider-Man 2099 or whatever he is, the future one, um, again, there's a lot of black and white and red and pick another colour. Uh, and that would have been a very very feasible option and both of them are currently sitting primed on my desk for they did not make the grade um i considered trying to get more than one done and then i didn't um the one that did make the cut and again still feels like a little bit of cheating given that the thing was black panther for what is black yeah i'm not i'm not yeah, you know me. I'm I'm more DC than Marvel. So, explain to me, Black Panther. His what's his costume? What color is it? Uh, it's black and white. Okay. You see yeah. what I've done here? Yeah, I see what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my defence, and I will try and and somehow come up with some kind of reasonable defense your honor um where so i was trying to replicate the studio paint scheme is the moral of the story here uh and they did a incredible job at this kind of comic cell shading style um and all of the models have a really heavy kind of glow backlit glow effect on them with like a turquoisey bluey color um so I needed to be able to pull off a black that red as black, but actually had some highlights and shadows and stuff. I needed to be able to pull off all the silvery sort of vibranium-y bits from his armor 
with white and black effectively and just do like a, a black, white, gray, non-metallic metal. Um, the turquoise glow was, was kind of the other feature color and he has yellow eyes. So there was my fourth choice. So it was more really an effort for me to try and replicate the studio scheme and dip my toes into painting them the way that I would like to paint all of them um, and just see what kind of effort that was. So, you know, multiple birds, one stone, but the, the, the hope was that the, the technique and the style and everything was also well outside my comfort zone. Um, so that was kind of the plan. And it felt like a, a good fit given the restrictions. I'm just looking at your photos. First of all, your photos are incredible. Stop it. Like, obviously, you've taken photos for painting competitions before. Not my first rodeo, correct. <laughs> uh, but, look, you, I think you've nailed it. That turquoise just does add to him, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it gives them a whole other world of, of interest. I kind of really liked it. And when I started seeing the studio ones come out, they all had this consistent. And there's like four or five artists that were all painting them for the Kickstarter. And they're all, they clearly have gone, right, this is the style that we're going. This is the, you know, the consistent lighting that we're going. And they've done it across the road. I, look, I love it. And I just thought, I'm just going to steal it. And what it meant is I had some very good reference pictures, mm-hmm. which is glorious. Um, but the downside is, is I can put my photo next to the reference picture and they're supposed to look the same. And I can see all of the places that they are not quite. Um, so, you, you know, can't compare yourself. I mean, you I, can. I can. But... <laughs> and it just ends badly for me. Um, so, I mean. So that, now, that was you, now you know how I feel when I compare myself to anything that you've churned out. How long did Black Panther take, do you reckon? In hours since being primed, eight maybe? Yeah, you didn't You didn't seem to take too long with him. No. It was somewhere between, somewhere of, between six and eight. Yeah, it was a matter of saying, I should follow probably do something shouldn't i uh to here it is done yeah look it was a couple of nights pretty consistently painting him but as i said a couple of nights so it wasn't too bad no no i mean probably makes it easier I, i think you should do more i think you should do all of them I absolutely need to do more. It's trying to work out which ones to do next. Um, and I thought I thought I had a really easy plan, right? Because currently my three-year-old has discovered the Disney kids show Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Mm-hmm. And she's all about Spider-Man, which is glorious. And I'm like, this is great. I'm going to go do Spider-Man. And I realized that is one of the few expansions I don't have. <laughs> Oh no! Because <laughs> the characters literally, it, like the show is, you know, it's Peter Parker, Miles, Gwen, as the three characters in the show, and I'm like, they're all in the expansion, and I'm like, oh, now I almost need to go and get almost because <laughs> <laughs> you've got like a whole heap of the villains. There's a Rhino. There's yep. Carnage. There's Venom. Yeah. And I think it might be Green Goblin in the actual expansion. 
I don't currently have, which no, would also yeah. be good. Anyway, um, so Panther. So that was the take on it. It was find a model I really wanted to paint, find one that kind of fit the scheme, and then push myself on style and technique um, because the use of colour was very much pre-organised for me, which was kind of glorious. Um, So that's enough about me, though. Is it ever enough about me? Look, we'll say it is. Uh, You, however, however, did infinitely more models than I did. I think, yeah, look, I I went all out and I pledged pretty much a, a complete Blood Bowl team, which was ambitious. And if you've listened to any of our previous episodes where we talk about the hobby that we've done, they took me way longer than it should have. So uh, I did the corn team. And because I'm lazy and I didn't feel like blending, I chose grey as one of my colours. Which hurt my soul. Can I just put it out there? That's fine. I don't care. (laughs) When there are four colours up for grabs, two of them are already chosen for you, and those two combined make (laughs) grey. I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm very lazy when it comes to painting, (laughs) and I couldn't justify excess work. And plus, I had this I had this theme in my head, and I've had it for a while, and it's what caused me to buy the Blood Bowl team in the first place. So, In, in your defense, you didn't actually need another color, so exactly. gray was probably the right choice. Look, if I'd but- needed another one, I would have maybe attempted to make my own grays, but I didn't need one, so I didn't. But, yeah, my the idea here was I wanted to do... Um, a similar, I've done like the very first corn underworlds team that came in the very first um, shade spire box, the Reavers. Yeah, I, Reavers. I, I, I kind of did them the same way. So just sort of black undercoat, dry brushing gray, dry brushing white, and a bit of red. And they, I'm still happy with how they turned out. I think I. Th- from memory, I think I stole the idea from Pip, didn't I? I Pip's, think he did something similar, yeah, yeah with I'm his pre- Reavers as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I stole the idea directly from him, so thank you, Pip. Uh, so I decided to do a corn team exactly the same way. And what I did to sort of make them pop a little bit is to to contrast the, the sort of grey, white, black of the models themselves I did the bases sort of started off with like just complete blood for the blood God over the base mm-hmm. over like little bubbles that I put on as well. So little, little circular half circle stickers that stick on the base. So they, well, so easy. And, and it seems to work. Uh, and then black technical crackle paint, over over that to give it sort of a bloody feel. I don't know what it is. It's the it the blood. kind of cracked earth kind of deal, but yeah. then the, the blood seeping through, and it's yeah, that's it. Uh, so I did. How many models has come with twelve? Twelve mm-hmm. models in the box. I did ten of them completely in that style. The other two are actually holding a football, so I cheated and I um added brown for those two just to 
actually make it look like a football because I didn't think it fitted having them grey as well. Uh, and then the tokens for the team, I just totally did the way I wanted to do them, ignoring the four-colour rule. So I think effectively what I'm saying is I think we're both disqualified. Well, it depends if you pledged the whole team or if you did 10 models. Oh, look, and... I could have pledged one model. <laughs> Turns out that's infinitely easier. Um, but also I stuck to the four colours. I just kind of rigged my entry so it worked very easily. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are running the competition, so I don't think we're eligible for any sort of prizes anyway. Oh, this is an outrage. Yeah. Well, look, just deal with it. Anyway, that's ours. You can see pictures of ours on the event page on Facebook uh, or in our Discord. If you want to jump in the Discord, the links will be in the show notes. Uh, I think we've got a lot of photos from various different people in the Discord. They're sort of scattered between the Discord and the Facebook event. So if you want to see everything, maybe jump in both. But we had six entries. So anyone can win. Anyone at all, apart that from entered. Dylan. So there is, yeah, there is, there were seven people entered, six finished, gives us a possible six. One of, oh. there is a one in six chance. Yeah. Oh, poor Dylan. Almost got there. Almost got there. Um, so I thought we'd run through them each. Uh, I thought we'd do it alphabetically just for Ooh. shits and giggles. So, uh, gives it a bit more of a, a structure, I suppose. But first up, we have Adam Edgar, Moose, with his Bot Wars. Yes. So Bot Wars is kind of like uh, imitation GoBots. Yeah, not Transformers. <laughs> I love GoBots. I think I love GoBots more, actually. Challenge of the GoBots was such an underrated... <laughs> Classic. Oh, dear. No. Anyway, this figure, like we we looked it up, wasn't it? What is it, 14 centimetres? Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's a big one because Bot Wars is a 10 mil mm-hmm. game. So they're not supposed to be big. Um, I mean, for 10 mil, they're all kind of giant robots. So, you know, they're a little bit bigger than the people would be at 10 mil, but they're still not huge. Um, so this guy who is apparently called Conspiracy, who is a big old... I think he's called a Mega Fortress bot or something similar from the Coils faction. Now, I'm not sure who the Coils faction are or what they do. But anywho, he is, uh, yeah, 14 centimetres tall. So a hefty piece for a 10 mil game. And also a hefty piece for a four-colour competition. I mean, and a pretty detailed piece for a, for a four-colour competition. Like there's a lot of armour, there's a lot of... Like he's got missile launchers and gun turrets and all kinds of crazy stuff going on all over the place. Some not to mention railgun arm or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, if you're a giant ten millimeter scale robot, you need a railgun arm. Of course, that's that's just how these things work. Why would you not have one? So, so ambitious, ambitious, definitely, definitely. Props, 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 moves. It's uh, it's such a, a vibrant red that he's done as well so i don't know obviously bot wars is not not a game we're familiar with yet 
but you know, this is this podcast, so I'm not ruling any game out at all. But uh, the red is very much a go fast. It must it must be a very fast model. He's even only half on the base. Yeah, I mean it, the the base can't keep up with him. That's it. He is going that fast. It is huge. So colors, I mean, red and silver were the two that he chose um, to go with his black and white combo. Um, there is a lot of red, and I probably caveat that with red is not necessarily an easy color to pull off either. No, at any scale, um, especially when it's the the majority color. And you know, I think you know his commentary was he spent a fair amount of time trying to get that the way that it's want, but to try and get it to read as red, get the highlights, get it to look. Often, it's one of those ones that doesn't quite cover as smoothly as a lot of other colors as well. So, especially when you're talking sort of big old flat armor plates and stuff like that. Anyone who's tried to play a Blood Angels army knows what I'm talking about. That can be a pain in the bum. Um, Quite literally. Yeah. And I'm also relatively sure that he did a fair amount in a hotel room. <laughs> so it's not Plenty like... Plenty on he, the go. Yeah. I love it. Plenty on the go, but... <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, huge effort there. There's obviously a lot of detail he's also put in just with all the little like, gun barrels. There's shit sticking out everywhere, this dude. Um, sort of jetpacks, which I assume make him go faster. That also look like they're on his leg. He must have go so fast. Um, Add that to the red. All right. Um, the white is actually a really interesting feature color he's thrown on because he, what he's done is there's kind of like a canopy type deal. Now, I don't know if these are sort of GoBot Transformer style robots where they're kind of sentient silicon boast life forms or whether these are more like um, uh, bloody giant. Robots. G-Dub Walker thing that has some kind of pilot inside and that's like the little canopy for his his people or is that the canopy for his little silicon heart? Um, I'm not sure, but I actually really like the feature because it kind of just breaks up the red really yes. nicely. Yeah. Um, and I think... It's right you know, smack bang in the, in the middle of the chest there. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, that was that was clever. And I think there's probably, you know, that, that's probably one of the things I would carry across the model and the other stuff a little bit more, assuming that you paint these things like a faction. And I don't know if that's the case. Um, are they all individuals? Mm. Um, but I think if you're going to do something that white as a sort of almost a signature kind of piece across a faction would actually look super cool as well. Um, regardless of what the other colors were. So I think that's, you know, there's huge props there. And the, I'm just, the more I look at this, the more I see more detail in it. Like these, he's kind of got this, it's almost like Tau drone style hat. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's like a kind of a, like a samurai type hat too. It's kind of where I'm going with it. And looking at the armor plates, they have that kind of almost samurai armor. It's like, layered mm-hmm. I, i'm assuming that there's some kind of japanese influence here going on somehow um but the face under that hat which you can't see kind of really well from the front because he's kind of turned on the side and he's kind of peeking out looking looking at his railgun, thinking about how much he's going to zap the shit out of someone um 
but again, the white for the eyes really pop out. He's picked out a lot of that detail and spent a lot of time. Like I'm just looking at a couple of the close-ups and how much time he will have must have spent shading all those panel lines, mm-hmm. re-highlighting the red from all the panel lines you've probably got outside of the panel lines, uh, and then having to go back and and put white potentially over all that, which is you know, pretty hard to get smooth as well. He's done an awesome job at just trying to get a consistent finish, a well-shaded, well-highlighted piece that is not easy colours on a pretty massive model. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. And with such a massive model, and with red being such such a prominent colour for the model, like the, the amount of work that he's done in separating those armour panels with a bit of black... Uh, there's black weathering on the guns and the missiles and, and the you know the armor plates and things like that. It just it makes it pop more because it's not your flat red. No, absolutely it's, not. It, it's not one color. Um, I also really like his commentary that he had to base it so it matched the rest of his faction, and the base is more like a yellowy dirt sitch and he's like i'm not sure if that disqualifies me we're not going to disqualify you for basing it like the rest of no. your army like let's be clear about that um yeah no it is not that kind of kind of painting competition no. um if you put something on it that the wrong base we're not going to boot you out even if we notice um you can't talk about putting wrong bases on things <laughs> mate after that blood I, thing i don't know what you're talking about um <laughs> you just take photos at the right angle it's fine um yeah but actually i i actually really dig the kind of yellow earth piece and it looks like it's almost shaded with like a purple on it which is such a clever idea but i'm getting off the actual judging idea or that not judging judging's the wrong word our commentary Commentary, yes, we're, we're not qualified. Uh, one of us is not qualified to judge. No. The other one was on a two-and-a-half-hour YouTube video the other day. Did, did it go for that long? It did, um, yes. Wow. <laughs> Who would have thought? I can talk. Um, <laughs> st- still unqualified, but willing to give opinion when asked. Uh, <laughs> and all of the opinions. Mistake. Look, yeah, Moose, love it. It's uh, like that, that face is ultra cool. It just adds such a huge element to this robot, which I love. Yeah. I, I lug the, I, I, don't, I don't think he actually kind of is naturally that like, cause he's kind of in this running pose where one foot's mm. off the base. And I don't think that's normal. I think that he's actually kind of reposed a little bit to get that kind of running look, which is kind of cool. Dig it. Um, because you get this real sense of, with all the turrets on his shoulders and everything, this thing must be absolutely massive in his in his little world, yes. his little ten millimeter world. This thing is a beast. Um, no, nah, super dig it. As I said, red's a nightmare of a color. White's a nightmare of a color to put over red, let alone the other ones. Um, and then all the extra detail really makes her stand out. Yep, agreed. Awesome. Shall we move on? Let's. All right. Next up, alphabetically, is another Adam, Adam Pin. So Pinny has done a couple of infantry guys. Now, I assume these are for five parsecs from home. That is, that is yeah, the game that has been 
played a fair amount, I think, by them. And there's been and, and the cool thing with Five Pass X is that it is one of those games that doesn't have their own models. So it's very much a case of they supply the rules and you go and dig up models that suit. Yes. Um as such, we don't know what these models are. I've got no bloody idea. I like they are, them though. Oh, they're cool. I don't know where they come from. Um I am gonna assume a twenty eight mil kind of World War II-esque style game. Yeah, look, they they look almost... Like is it a, a Conflict 47 or something like that? They look almost modern day, but almost not. Like the, the helmet on one of them is very reminiscent of a uh, Rebel Trooper from Star Wars. It, it could be a thing. Yeah. Could also be a thing. I don't bloody know, but they're cool. Either way, a couple of little uh, infantry duders. And look, I again, it's one of those things. Clearly, there is only, you know, black, white, and a couple of colors on these. But I'm trying to work out which is the color he's chosen. One of them is definitely a flesh-based yes. color of some description. Um, I'm not these, sure exactly These people which. have flesh. They do. And the flesh is flesh-coloured. So, Not that there is one flesh colour. Let's be really clear here. There is multiple, all the colours of the rainbow, but not quite. We didn't say um, what colour flesh colour, but it's a flesh colour. No. Um, there is definitely a flesh colour, and there is a couple of potential options because I'm not sure which. So I am going to take a running guess and suggest that a contrast style paint or something similar has been used um, for some of the, the clothes and stuff on these guys. And what I found with it, as an example, with the black Templar is when you actually start thinning it down is it kind of loses its blackness and it goes mm-hmm. like almost a deep purpley kind of funky. I actually really dig it. Um, and it looks like that kind of deal um, over a lot of the uniform. So, and I would accept that as black. Like the black, the color is black Templar, as an example, if we're talking contrast. So definitely black. And then we get down to the base, and I'm not sure if he's included the base in his color choice because, you know, obviously we just spoke about the whole moose situation. Didn't disqualify him, so not necessarily going to disqualify anyone else for the same thing. Um, but he's done a super funky kind of cracked ice and snow deal. Yeah, as like well. The bases, like, and the bases match the uniform colors. Like they just yep. go well. Uh, you've got the snow. You've got the the cracks there. It's kind of like a light blue. It's just yeah. The yep. the bases add, and this is you know this is the whole thing that I was trying to do unsuccessfully with my corn team is the base here makes the models pop. Yeah, it's super cool because, I mean, the bases are pretty light blue. Um, it's, it's obviously that kind of light icy blue. It's got some snow on it. It's used some kind of crackle medium to give you that kind of cracked ice effect, which is super cool. But because it's so light and he's done the base rims and look, I am usually a stickler for black rims. You are. I am. Colored rims hurts my soul. Um, but he's done like a beigey bony color and it, actually really works here and i don't like eating my own words um like the only only color that could have been any better for that is is obviously goblin green stop it (laughs) this is this is 
exact reason we can't have nice things. Um, no, but the beige, because it kind of doesn't take, like it keeps the lightness of the bases. And what mm-hmm. it does is it actually highlights the model because they're in these kind of, it's still almost a, a bluey, purpley tinged uniform, but because it's so much darker, they just, they stand out like absolute dog's balls um, in the best possible way. Yeah, in the way that we like our dog's balls to stand out. Look, I'm loving the uniforms. Right? The the way that he's done it, the, there's, you know, there's character in the uniforms and there's, you've got your, your highlights, your edges there done. Yep. You've got the dark recesses happening. The, the uniforms, like, oh, man, I they wish I could pay like this. Yeah. They look worn. They look used. They look like these guys have been in the field for a period of time. They ain't fresh. They haven't been ironed this morning. Um, yeah, it looks like they're they're in a bit of a tough time, and I dig it because they're clearly in the middle of some kind of icy wilderness that is not going to be forgiving at all. And you don't really have time to do your laundry when you're in you know the icy wilderness, blasting the hell out of other random space villains. It's not not the first choice of things that you do in your time down. No. But yeah, look, I, I'm loving loving the colours, loving the way that the uniforms look, and and like the black belts and the black pouches. Uh, even though it's still dark, like the uniform, they they stand out as well. Yeah, and there's actually just a really good variation in like for. Dark uniform, dark helmets, dark weapons, dark like, but there's actually this really nice variation in the boots are a different color to the pants, which is a different color to the belt, which is a different color to kind of the scarf or shirt or deal that he's got going on. So you've got all these really subtle variations throughout it, as well as all the texture and the kind of shading and highlighting and everything in there that means that they don't look like you've just slapped one color over them. You can really obviously see that this bit is a sleeve and this bit is a glove and this bit is a boot and this bit is a belt, but they, they are this really consistent kind of, you know, color and shade that it also looks like a uniform and it looks like something that someone's decided is vaguely tactical for mm-hmm. the environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's super where the bases come in as well. And that's it. And it's about telling the story and you can really tell where these guys are, what's going on. Um, and you know, it suits. I feel like if you had to put this exact model on a red Martian earth base, it doesn't make the same sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but not really clever choices. Really like it. Well done, mate. Uh, third entry was alphabetically again, was Alice. Now Alice has done a 40k chaplain she has chosen blue and purple as her colors and she's tried to go with this whole galaxy look so that was the aim there so almost like like he was wearing the stars fighting the stars wearing the stars I feel like there was commentary at some point from Alice that she maybe regretted her color choices. Um, there was a little bit. I've, I, I think that she's kind of got in her own head because there is some super cool effects in here. Um, and it's, yeah, really aiming for that nebula 
kind of idea where you've mm-hmm. got the, the kind of, you know, those photos of space where it's not just, you know, the, the deep, dark, infinite blackness of space, but there's actually these kind of purple cloudy kind of things and blues and there's actually a lot of colour in there. And it really looks like either, you know, this armour is painted, styled like that, or it's reflecting that light or it's mm-hmm. actually some kind of crazy-ass galaxy armour with, you know, was it Men in Black where they had like Orion's belt and the little, little galaxy and the cat collar, but like on Space Marine armor scale? <laughs> Look, it's, I mean, I love this model. I always have loved this model. It's with super the giant, cool. Yeah, there's a skull head, the skull shoulder pad. And what she's done with those colors is create something that you would not see on a lot of painted Space Marine armies. No. I mean, the chaplain is, is a focal point for an army, absolutely. But I don't know many people that would have gone to this much effort to create something so, like, this is unique to me. Yeah. And it's such a, a like, a unique is definitely the right word, but it's such a, a conceptual kind of idea, like idea that you've had and you've gone, I'm going to paint it so this guy's armor looks like, goddamn galaxy Mm -hmm. um and that's such an ambitious thing to try and bite off it's such a really hard thing to and especially i think when you start getting into it although there is a lot of sort of large flat area you know on space marine right there's actually a lot of detail on this guy um and to carry that kind of theme and motive across all of those different sort of overlapping plates and armor panels and stuff. And then you've also got all of the, the extra chaplain each style detail mm-hmm. um, over it. It's, it's a really hard thing to just visualize before you even apply paint to model. Um so I have to give massive props just for coming up with the idea because it's but the idea, inspired. What I, what I, yeah, what I really like about this is, I mean, we've talked about Alice's painting style in the past mm-hmm. and, you know, she's, she's still new to painting. She's just, she likes experimenting. She likes doing different things, things outside the norm that most wargamers wouldn't think of. Um, but what I like about this is that it's not just one design. Yeah, you know, it's not not the same sort of galaxy across the whole model. I really like how the um, chest plate stands out, and it's part of the same. It's the same color scheme, but it's done in such a way with the blue tinges on the white that the chest plate, the, the eagle part of that stands out and makes makes to, it sort of draws the eye. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, she's clearly had some fun, like, looking through, like, playing with the idea of mixing the, the purple and the blue, because the purple almost goes up to a pink mm-hmm. that she's added enough white into. There's different shades of blue throughout it as well. Um, and it's also that piece, like, I, I love the fearlessness of, of the idea and mm-hmm. the execution. And it's just, you know what, I'm not just going to paint a standard everyday scheme on this thing. I'm going to do something different. Um, but, you know, like you said, using the white as the highlight, so you've really got this kind of chest piece um, that stands out and is very obvious 
you know, a separate part of the armor, but mm-hmm. carries across the the same scheme, but it's just this really kind of subtle underlying tone. Whereas you go down to like the the greaves on the leg, and it's a, a much punchier, much stronger kind of color. Um, and then all of the white detail, and yeah, we talked about white being a pain in the bum to get clean, and this is smooth. Like you look, I'm looking at the the actual skull head. Like I've and, just zoomed in and, and I hadn't noticed before, but the teeth on the skull head are yeah. absolutely defined. She's outlined every single one of those babies. <laughs> like a dentist would be proud. This guy clearly flosses. Um, <laughs> and what we haven't even got onto is she's done custom base on this, on this sucker. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about this base. Um, I think, from her accounts, she sort of just threw something together. Stop it. That is and that is was, not she turned her brain off, made something, and just called it done. I love this base, man. Like the, the little stalagmites type yes. things, whatever they are no, coming stal- up from the Well, yeah. if oh. they are stalagmites, that's that's oh. I know okay, they're not yeah. stalactites. Yeah, because you've got to hold on tight to a stalactite, whereas a stalagmite poke you in the bum. Um, that's how okay. I remember it. I it's remember stalag- it because stalagmite has a G in it, and G is for ground. Uh, but anyway. Does have a G? Stalagmite? No. Does stalactite have a No, anyway. G? Whatever. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> look, I assumed they were little, little stalagmites. I, I assumed that was kind of the plan, but that you know, we're on some clearly some kind of moon-y type alien world. They could be bloody anything. Yes. Um, they is that green? Like, is that green stuff? I don't I'm know. Assuming. I don't know look, how she's done it, but I, I like I'm, it's it matches the the model itself. Yeah, and look, it does this really good job of framing him as well, like. The base is there, but it gives you some boundaries. It sort of defines it, and then it kind of draws your attention into because he's really the only colourful thing. There's a lot of black and white going on in the base, but what it does is it really frames the the model front and centre uh, and makes him the hero of the piece. Definitely. Um, and, yeah, look, the only other thing, too, that I, I will say and point out is that it wouldn't be Alice. It wouldn't be a model of, of Alice's without glitter. And that is glitter all over the the little staff that he's holding. Oh, it is. I was trying to. It's hard to pick from the photos. It is, I'm... but it's definitely glitter. <laughs> she has happened. We had this conversation. Oh, that's right. We had this whole conversation about whether she could use like a metallic medium or a glitter or anything and whether that would count as a color. And we said, no, that's not a color. That's a medium. Um, so medium, okay, it all falls into place. I see what's happened here. <laughs> Look, definitely uh, different finishes create different contrast, and that is a legitimate thing. Yeah. My personal thoughts on glitter aside. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Well, it's cool. Uh, it is very cool. We are halfway through. Uh, shall we take a quick break because I could use a break. Let's and do that. Come back and talk about the other three. Does that mean I get to find a song? You I do get to, get find, to find a song. Oh, let's do that. <laughs> 
rock and, and all roll. <laughs> That's it. We are back. Apologies for whatever Jace has made you listen to. Um, oh, it was a it banger, is... and you know it. Oh, I know. I know. But it is warm tonight, and upstairs gets really, really hot. It's hotter than it's hotter here than it is outside, and I can't have the fan on because we're recording. So I just needed to step outside for a minute and cool down a bit. <laughs> because for, for whatever reason, we decide to do these when we're doing them remotely. We do them with the cameras on for some reason. So I've got to keep my shirt on. I mean, you don't, firstly. Um, <laughs> and secondly, we tried with the cameras off and we talk over each other even more than we do with the cameras on. So True. I feel like it's for the best. Anyway, getting back to what we were talking about. So entry number four from Craig. Now, Craig has done a Death Leaper Tyranid from 40K. He has kindly included in the photo the colors that he's used, which is great. So he's used red and blue, uh, which is fantastic. Now, I I know Craig. We share the same last name and mother and father. Uh, So I know that Craig has had a lot on and has not really picked up a paintbrush in quite some time. So this is his first real model back. And fuck me, it's good. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Look, the, the model itself, you've got your black carapace, you've got your blue, your typical sort of blue... Lines? What do they call it when they do that? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, but that that piece that you know, you see like the kind of chitinous arm where they do the grain kind of stripes yeah. as the highlight, as opposed to doing like an edge highlight or something. You kind of get that streaked, striped, grainy kind of effect to give you the idea that it's somehow textured or a piece, and it's really tricky to pull off. A consistently, B at all. Um, and there's a lot of these. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. And look, I was just flicking through. So, I mean, obviously there is the the, yeah, the black, the highlighted blue. There is kind of the, the reddy um, or dark red kind of inside juicy bits mm-hmm. of the, you know, thing. There is uh, some super pop and bright red eyes coming right at you. And they're tiny little jerks. Yep. And then and there's like six of them. Delicious pink... And we know we like pink here. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> Some kind of proboscis, tendril, octopus kind of dealio from a, what I can only assume is his mouth, mouthal <laughs> area. Um, I feel like my description was more interesting than tongue. Um, I just like the tongue. Who doesn't really? Um, but... Like flicking through, like there is literally his two colors here. There is like a primary red and a primary blue out of this. And there is actually not a lot of either of those colors in their raw, unprocessed, unadulterated form on this model at all. Um, And that's probably the most impressive thing. Um, Like there is clearly a whole lot of mixing shadows, mixing highlights, mixing, you know, up to that bright ass pink tongue. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm looking at the, all the claws, which are highlighted in like a gray, Yep. you know, there's black and white, but the red is like this dark 
creepy ass kind of deep crimsony red, which is super cool. And then it's only that real sort of bright primary style red when you get right up to the eyes and the brightest highlights on them. Um, so there's this real like depth of color throughout the whole thing, which is, which is super cool. Um, and you wouldn't expect when you've only got four paints to work from. No. And, and I, I love the choice of colors too, because it just, I mean, especially with this sort of model, the, the blue on the armor makes it look so different to the rest of him. But the red is really where the model strikes you. So the, the red on the insides, you know, the, mm-hmm. it's that dark red that sort of screams nightmare type colors the the eyes just pop and and the the tongue is just yeah it's just another level of that so for the the colors that he's used he's gotten so many different variations of them he's, uh, that's yeah. so much the point uh, like you you show me those four colors and the model that i have in my head is so far different to the model that you're, I'm looking at on the screen because I expect to see bright red next to bright blue in kind of that, you know, 90s style games workshop. We're going to yes. use primary colors and only primary colors kind of approach. And there is none of that here. It is really dark. It's really gritty. It's really kind of, you know, there's a lot more realism to this. There is a lot more grim dark to this. It looks like something that would, leap at you with death it's it's a very nightmarish thing which is the way that tyrannids should be really absolutely especially these i mean i'm not it's been a long time since i've played against tyrannids but these are like specialist models from memory yeah these these are the sneaky ones from memory Mm -hmm. they 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 sneak and then they leap and then there is death (laughs) all of the above thus their name um, also, tonguing, which is important. Actually, on that. Is there tonguing is, before the death? Look, a little bit before, a little bit after, <laughs> as long as it's warm. Um, like the, the shading in that tongue, like he's going to have, he had to mix the shade color, the highlight color out of the same red and white mm-hmm. as. The, it, it, there's just so much variation out of four paints that you, if we had watched any YouTube clip on how to paint this color scheme, there would have been about a dozen paints in that clip where they're like, now mix half of this dark deep red with the other half of deep dark red and then add, uh, you know, uh, three parts of slightly brighter dark deep red. Um, and Or if you go the whole Citadel range. The you know between that dark red shadow of the tongue and the pink of the tongue, there's like forty seven different Citadel models uh, paints that yeah. that will get you that result. Yeah, you, you definitely need tongue shade, uh, and and then you need voluptuous tongue shade, and <laughs> then you know there's obviously the the triad, the 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 pink tongue triad um, of of tip base and Oh god, this is getting bad. Uh, <laughs> nah, look, I love what you've done with this, mate. It's really, it's it's such a cool piece, especially 
to to hopefully get you back into the double painting mojo and um, get you back in it. I know I know he's got like a full Tyranid army. I don't know how much of that is painted because I mean he he has had it for years. So, but if I'm if I'm super pumped yeah. that this has got someone painting that was not painting before. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where it's like, I've got this hobby. I really like doing it, but also life is such a pain in the bum. Um, and it's something like this where it's like, no, 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 I'm going to actually put some time away for myself to, to throw some paint on something and do something I like. I, I really like the fact that that's happened. Yeah. yeah. And it, like, I, I hope to see more, more of his army and hopefully more of it painted up in this sort of way with, you know, with any luck because, this would be, yeah, this would be an amazing thing to see on a tabletop. This would be terrifying on the tabletop. Well, it depends if you're against it or not, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> if you're an innocent bystander walking past. There are no innocent bystanders with the Tyranid <laughs> incursion. Um, that just is not a thing. You are all biomass to be consumed by the hive. Sorry, carry on. Uh, so, really cool model. Like, I, in summary. I haven't got anything. Yeah, in summary, very cool. Love what he's done with the paints. Uh, as I said, I, it's really hard to believe looking at the model that all of that variation came from those four paints and it's super cool that, that it did. Yes. Moving on, next... <laughs> Cat off the ranks is Kieran. Kieran McBurns. Now, Kieran has done this little wizard cat. I dig it. It's kind of like a almost a super dungeon explore style piece. Uh, apparently, he's got a whole bunch of them. So, I'm assuming, again, some kind of Kickstarter based board game because that's how all board games should come. Um, With many, many models. But it's a little kitty wizard. And it's kind of like a chippy kitty, kitty wizard. And, and he's got I, a little fish on his hat. It's so I, cute. It's all of the because I feel like he would be such a serious little cat too. And it's one of those <laughs> things you just want to you just want to give him a little skitch under the chin, but he would not like it. I just yeah, this model. I don't I don't know what this model is from, but I love it. It is so cute, and just like the hand poses. And the, the little tail poking up underneath the robes, the hat with the ears coming out of the top of it. It's just such a little cute model. Yeah. Super cool. Um, so there is definitely a black. There is definitely a white. There is definitely a blue. Correct. There may be a gray. He may have pulled a brat. He may have. In which case he wins automatically. Is that how it works? No. No. Okay. That is that has never been. Um, in fact, we may have to disqualify him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what I love about this model is that, I mean, the detail. It's such. It's such a simple model with so much character, without going totally over the top on details. Uh, and the way that he's painted it has really sort of brought that out. He's got the little um, centerpiece of the robe, the little 
fish on the hat, they stand out. The he's done the the whiskers on the face, the tip of the tail, tips of the ears. There's um, all these little aspects, the little feet, uh, but it's the eyes. The eyes just. And that's actually the bit I really kind of dig is the fact that the relatively, because it is that kind of chibi stylized sculpt, right? Everything is a little bit stylized. There isn't a lot of texture. There isn't a lot of detail in it. Like there's, there's a big old robe. That is a thing. There is a big old hat, but that again, doesn't have a lot of detail in it. Um, And he's done a really good job of, creating some detail and some texture and some like it looks like he's a little bit furry but with all the things going on with the hat and the ears and the bell and the the tail and everything i can't look away from the face of the model and that's i think a real success um and it's because he's done these incredible big old sort of anime style cat eyes that just jump out and that itty little bitty moustache, it's cool yes. as hell. And there's a distinction there too between the little moustache and the nose. Yeah. It's just, it's such a cute model and he's done it so well. And I love the, there's, you know, the texture on the robe that he's done, the different shades of the blue. Yeah. And it almost looked like some of that fur is has got a bit of a fur kind of effect like he hasn't gone for a super smooth blend or anything and it kind of gives you that kind of feathered textured furry effect on it which i I really dig which is different to the way he's done like the fish ornament which is different to the way he's done like the little belt buckle kind of deal on the front um so it gives you a real sense that these things are made of different things and it's hard to pull off on such a really simple sculpt, but he's done such a cool job. Um, but zooming in and here's where I'm playing is, is zooming into that face and looking at the, the highlights, like he's actually gone all the way to that kind of reflective white dot in the center mm-hmm. of the, the eye. So he's gone all out on these things and they jump out. Uh, and he, again, I don't know how he's captured a real sense of character of the model. And I think it is the little moustache that really gives him that kind of grumpy cat. <laughs> he's not, he's not happy. He's not, he, he wants you to take no, him he's seriously. A very, he's a very serious cat. And no one is taking this cute little critter seriously. Um, it's just, and I, yeah. I get a sense from the paint job of all this character. And that is super cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, to give us more than just a, here's a paint job, but to give us a character and to sell that character. And without, you know, us, without us even colluding on this, um, to come to that same kind of idea of this is what the model is and this is the attitude of this character. Like it says so much about the, the effort he's gone to um, and how well he, he's put that together. Agreed. The only thing, other thing I'll say is like the first photo is really misleading to me though, because mm. to me, that first photo, it kind of looks like his right arm is coming out and then going down into the hand, but it's actually the tail at the back. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it took me a little while because I'm like, 
is his arm bending like that? It just looks a bit weird. I thought, yeah, I thought he was doing a bit of a funky hand on hip situation, but I no, thought, yeah, no, I'm some with sort you. of spell casting or something. Yeah. But you look at it side on; it's literally just the the paw coming out of the robes. Yeah. Yep, that makes a lot more sense. I thought he was doing an angry little hand on hip situation, but no, that makes a lot more sense. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah, no, it's yeah, Kieran. It's un- such a good job, mate. It's. I want to know what game this is from because I'm yes. assuming it's from a game. Firstly, and I want to know when we're playing it. Number yes. two, um, and I want to know how many more of these guys have you got. I want to see different models because these are super cool. Um, I, I maybe have a little bit of a thing for, for that kind of chibi style of pretty much anything. And then you add anthropomorphic little you know, characters on it. And this this screams like the most adorable version of Super Dungeon Explorer I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, I, I want to know. To, I mean, without ever having played the game or have any models for it, it's kind of got that burrows and badges type feel for for me. Yep. You would have more of an idea. I think you've got some models for that, haven't you? Potentially, and that would that would that is a problem for a future episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- this is kind of if you took Burrows and Badgers and then gave it to a Japanese animation studio, what you would get. Gotcha. Um, and that is never a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Burrows and Badgers is a little bit more, well, shall we say, Wind in the Willows in its style. Um, okay, yep. Whereas this is definite, you know, there's more of a kind of Pokemon vibe happening over here. Yep, definitely. I, I dig. I, I watched a lot of Pokemon while fe- doing midnight feeds for children. <laughs> that explains also, a lot. Also Avatar The Last Airbender. A lot of that. Um, it's the kind of thing that you can put on and just watch and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is exactly whatever this game comes from. This is what it would do. It's the kind of game you just play and be happy. Because and no thus we what, want in. Grumpy Kitten Wizard has sold me. It's kind of like a really cute version of those dun- uh, Dungeons and Doggies models yes. that you did. Which are also fun. Um, no, super cool. Uh, I dig it. I dig the the different textures he's pulled off. I dif- dig the fact that I can't look away from the face, which is correct. I love the extreme highlights on the eyes. Um, I think he's only used three colors because I'm not counting gray. So, you know, extra points for, for props on that. The fact Do that I get there extra is... points? No. no. Um, in fact, you get less points. And you had no points to begin with because we were not eligible. And I'm not sure how... I'm in the negatives. Yeah, <laughs> as all of those rat tests have proven, um, <laughs> I can't get I can't get positive to save my life. No. Also, totally uh, works with the whole painting positive and negative thing that I'm trying to do this year. I still can't get positive. Anyway, Kieran, well done, mate. Super cool. Dig it. I want more. I want to know what the game is, and I want to play it. And you have done all of that from painting one model. Yep. And now you are obligated to teach us. Maybe Moving on. game. Moving on. <laughs> the sixth and final entry, uh, I say six because we're just going alphabetically still, is Samara. Now, Samara has done a horned demon from Dungeons & Dragons. 
she has obviously chosen red and gold, gold. as her colours. And she's gone for a whole sort of cell shading look. Yeah. So, I mean, she did say that uh, the inspiration is cell shading and that kind of comic style. Mm-hmm. And Tim Curry from Legend. Yes. Very much get that aspect. Now, you have painted cell shaded, haven't you? Mm. Yeah. It is not my favourite. No, it is none of the easy. Um, and it's like it's that whole piece of trying to get, because you can't, I feel like sometimes blending, right, is almost easy mode because you never have to cut, you never have to paint a straight line. Mm-hmm. You never yeah. have to have a hard edge that isn't on the model. And the second you have to sell, sell, sell shading, she sells shade cells. Um, the second you have to do that, you, you're suddenly drawing really hard lines and you're almost, you know, shading in reverse where you're mm-hmm. um, going over highlight areas with a black line, but that has to be a hard defined black line. It's a bloody nightmare. Um, I've done a lot of my Malifaux models that I've done uh, are unintentional, but kind of became a sort of cell shaded uh, way of doing things. And I have so much trouble going back and painting more models for Malifaux, trying to achieve the same sort of result as I did probably by accident. So I know, and you know, we'll get into this when we do a hobby update of our own, really. But um, I'm currently trying something along these sort of lines, and I think I have painted over almost every single line that I've done so far. <laughs> so it's not easy. It is not an easy way to, to paint, and the way that she's done it, like this pure muscle definition on this guy yeah there's um you know you can see the lines on the wings the wings are, are you know done completely you know, and there is a lot of wing there's like, a there lot is, of wing there is a lot of those kind of crease lines throughout the the wings and she's just gone hammer and tong at this thing um and bashed out a lot of really confident line work, which is super cool because it's terrifying, frankly. And, yeah, I'd be doing your trick of painting and then painting over it and then trying to paint it again and then realise that that bit doesn't quite look the same because I've painted over the black with the red and it doesn't quite match the other red and then just undercoat the whole bloody thing again. Um, So top effort. And the other other thing to note too is that Samara has not painted for very long at all. And to attempt this sort of look on what is like probably effectively like a third or fourth model. Mm-hmm. That's huge props. Massive. The other thing that has done a little bit of the blowing me away is if we look at the horns and if we look at the staff of the, the kind of, it's not a trident because it only has two points. Is it a, a, a Bident? I'm not sure. I don't what know. The Apparently, name of the... I mean, Aquaman's trident has five points, so go figure. Right. No, that that's not a trident. That actually has another name. They call it a trident, though. Yeah, no, they called it wrong, though. Um, but anywho, she's 
done the the same deal, the cell shaded kind of black line, but in reverse because they're mm-hmm. black horns. So she's done white over black. Yes. Firstly, screw painting white over black. That's a right pain in the proverbial because white does not cover and black really, really does. Um, and they're, again, just hard, confident, defined lines that I would not like to paint because there's no transition there. It's not black through some grays, maybe with a bit of blue chucked in and then a final white highlight. It is just black and then white straight over the top. And I don't know how you get that coverage. Not easily. Not without some effort, that's for sure. The other thing here too, which, which is really really cool is that i mean this model comes with a clear flight stand like this guy is in the air hovering over you with his bident and she's painted the flight stand she's painted it white and done the black lines on the stand itself yeah which yes. It's like it's it's almost this anime style, you know. Every single episode of Dragon Ball Z where they stand there and scream for half the episode, and lines go past them as they kind of power up or whatever. It's but it's like I can see the flight. It is that exact effect on on the bait, and I think that actually really suits it. I dig it. It's like a whoosh sound in paint form. She's painted a whoosh. <laughs> I love it. I've never painted a whoosh before. I wouldn't have even known where to start. <laughs> and without even, you know, telling us that's a whoosh, that is definitely, absolutely whoosh. And he is whooshing. He is definitely whooshing. He is whooshing to Biden you to death. Or at least, you know, duel with you. It's some kind of musical rock-off situation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now I've just got images of Dave Grohl. So you see where I'm going. Yeah, I see where you're going. She said Tim Curry. I I saw Dave Grohl. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm I'm actually mildly disappointed. Her fourth color wasn't green, so she could give him a little tiny pick of destiny. <laughs> that, that would have been that would have been thing. But the gold actually again, and there's the thing we haven't even touched on yet is there's kind of this extra highlight on all of the red, like the, the tips mm-hmm. of the wings across the, the top of the thigh and the, the, the chest and the forehead and stuff of the gold. And it, he kind of, he, he shimmers. He does. He's like a, a demon twilight vampire. Yeah. But is it, is it moonlight? Is it <laughs> I daylight? Don't, I is don't it... know, but it, it, it's, it works. That, that gold. It, yeah. Stops and it I mean, being. I mean, it, you, you could very easily have uh, solid red with solid black shading. Yep. And that gold just breaks it up and gives it more definition. And the, the you know the gold on his forehead, on his leg, and even carrying through to the base itself, which kind of looks. I mean, I'm not too sure how this base is done. If the, Is this part of the model? You had a look at the model. Yeah, no, the model comes with kind of a pretty flat tech. It, like, it's got a little bit of texture on it, but nothing. So I think she's clearly smashed a bunch of like rocks and stuff on there to give it mm-hmm. a little bit more coolness. But that gold on the base too ties it all together. Yep. 
It just makes it like did, did he bash through the rocks and that's he's now got rock dust on him? Maybe. He's, I, oh, Who knows? I mean, Who knows what powers the whoosh has? Led Led Zeppelin Led Zeppelin has told me not all that shimmers is gold, but I'm pretty sure in this everything that shimmers is definitely gold. But this ain't no stairway to heaven, right? We're going the wrong way. <laughs> this, is, this is this is a stairway to Biden to death. Um, Speaking of the Biden too, that little the little white design on the sort of towards the bottom of the star, yeah. is really cool. Again, just detail I wouldn't have thought of, and I'm pretty sure that's just free-handed on there. Mm-hmm. That bit of like crosshatch style highlighting, um, and then as I said, Yob, and she's done both the kind of recess shading with the white and then the extreme highlight with the white. And I'm like, if I hadn't painted this, I would have been trying to get some kind of transition up to a white highlight, make it read. And she's just gone the complete opposite and it's genius. I love it. Um, And then the mix then, she's got the gold kind of blady bits on said Biden, um, but then they're outlined in the black as well to keep with the, mm-hmm. the cell shading piece. I, I probably wouldn't have thought of that. God no. damn it. No, so much cool stuff. So many lines. I know. It's, I would have repainted so many lines doing this. <laughs> I can only imagine. Like he basically in the embodiment of the rage I would feel trying to pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agreed because I know exactly what you mean because I'm currently going through it as <laughs> we speak. More about that in forthcoming episodes. <sighs> yeah, no, very cool, and especially for somebody that has not painted much. This is model like number four or something. That is bullshit. If, it, if it's not four, it's like three. So that's that's just nuts. Well done, Samara. That's really, yep. really cool. And and kudos to to the uh, awesome pink keyboard in the background. <laughs> it's uh, so pink. It is so pink. It is, it is so it, pink. It's, that's right up our alley. All right. So those were our, our entries. Really, really want to thank every single one of you guys for for jumping on board, giving it a go. I know it was definitely not the easiest task we've given. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's definitely more than, say, give us your pink bits that we did previously. Uh, I mean, this, technically, Samara's done both of those things in one. Well, technically, with, she has. The, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this was, I mean, this was an idea that was given to us uh, and we sort of you know, modified it a little bit, but we wanted to see what people came up with and, and the stuff that people have given us is just incredible. People do awesome stuff. And mm. I like to think that we have a play in that, like we, we helped in that, but I don't believe that really I for a second. So. No. Um, yeah, no. I'm just super impressed with the variety again. Like there is so much different, uh, not like so much difference in the models chosen, in the scale chosen, in the approach chosen, in the style of the painting chosen. Like there's just worlds of difference for, for everything, which is unreal. And that's why we like doing these things because every, every single painting comp event that we put up, 
the amount of variety that we get back from people is just mind-blowing. Yeah, I just like, honestly, I just like seeing it. Really, this is just for me um, <laughs> because I enjoy watching. Um, <laughs> yep, let's leave that one alone. Um, anyway, so shall we... Give out a couple of prizes. So we Let's wanted we wanted to give a prize to the person that we thought sort of captured the essence of the competition, um, really created something special and unique. Uh, and then we do want to give away sort of a random prize as well. So we've got uh, everybody's name on a wheel including our Patreon. So thank you very much to the Patreons. You, even if you didn't enter the competition, you are in for a chance with the second prize. Um, because, I mean, it's thanks to the Patreons that, that we have the capabilities of running these sort of competitions and, and giving away prizes and hopefully encouraging more painting to come. I like all of those things. Yes. So, yeah, effectively, there is there is the Rando Door Prize that any Patreon or anyone that entered can pick up, um, mm -hmm. and I feel like that is just important to have. Yes. Um, but the other one is really just about the the piece that we saw and just went, yeah, that that is the. the that is the bit that excited us. We, you know, we saw the effort. We saw the the thought put into it. We see the, um, you know, people taking the, maybe a stupid ass idea that we've had, maybe a brilliant idea. Um, you know, I will let you decide. I think it was genius, but I was also involved in the creation. Um, <laughs> and going, you know what, I can actually turn that into something pretty goddamn special and then pulling that off. Um, so by no means is this a judged, scored, the best painted or anything like that. This is honestly just our pick of the one that we went, yeah, that you've you've nailed the brief on that one. Yep, um, absolutely. You've got us excited to do stuff and that's what really it's all about. Because, again, these things are self-congratulatory. Absolutely. Yeah. We don't do this podcast for anyone other than ourselves. I mean, you've listened to us. You know this for a fact. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, the so-called winner, the prize for the model of the bunch goes to, would you like to announce it, Jace? Would I like to announce it? Hmm. I did what say I... without further ado. Oh, right. Sorry. No. But then you asked me a question and that <laughs> created a Jew. Um, <laughs> you have a Jude all over this place. <laughs> no, wait. That, no. no, that sounds um, really bad. Because no. <laughs> oh, a Jew sounds like something else. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've right. done that. Badly. You ruined it. Um, you God can edit damn that it. Out. <laughs> I'm probably not going to. All right. So thanks firstly to everyone for entering, but we absolutely have to give a prize to this person for the thought, the effort, the um, extra consideration, and just the fact that they pulled something out that we were all just blown away with. Uh, and that is going to Samara. Well done, Samara. That's really Amazing stuff for for one of your first models, and yeah, really nailed exactly what we were trying to achieve with this. Yeah, 
But yeah, you add the fact that that is one of your first models and it's just like, well played. All right. Random door prize. Uh, I'll run that now. I'll just take the uh, headphones out so you guys can hear. Can you still hear me, Jace? I can still hear you. Excellent. All right. So let's load this up. We have all the names going. We shall press the button. And away we go. I can hear it spinning. It's spinning. It's slowing down. It's slowing down. It's slowing down. Congratulations, Kieran. (gasps) Nailed it. You, through sheer effort uh, and and tenacity, have also picked yourself up. Uh, But also, absolutely top entry too. So, you know, fully deserved in that regards as well. Um, But also the wheel said you, so you win. And the wheel never dies. All All hail hail the wheel. Uh, now I've got hypnotoad in my head. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to <laughs> carbon rod, but anyway. As <laughs> much of a muchness. Uh, thank you, everyone. Once again, really appreciate the entries. We will run another one of these later on in the year. Um, it will have a different theme. We don't know what that is yet. We haven't thought that far ahead. We don't think very far ahead. I mean, I haven't thought about the next thing I'm going to say, let alone the thing that we're going to do in the future. <laughs> well, I think that's obvious from the Yeah, I know. The They've worked that out. They've worked that out, haven't they? <laughs> yes. So just a couple, I do want to give a couple of quick announcements before we wrap up. Um, we are just about to start Season 2 of our Blood Bowl 7's League. We are going to be running League Nights every second Monday at Throw the Dice, home of the Nerd Fairy himself if you want to jump on board very relaxed we're all about having fun with the game and you know enjoying the madness that is blood bowl so if you want to jump in um to that still got a bit of time before we start up we will be starting on the 21st Uh, jump in the discord jump on uh tour play i think i put the link up on one Facebook group, maybe just jump into the Discord and you'll be able to see the link there. Uh, we also have a giveaway for the next two months. Again, courtesy of Throw the Dice, our favorite little nerd cave. Uh, we are giving away a conquest box. And, and not just any box, right? This is bloody huge. It's heavy. It is packed full of plastic. It is the two-player starter set for Conquest, The Last Argument of Kings, and it is huge. I kind of want it. Can I win it? uh, Sure. All you need to do is uh, like the post on Facebook and tag a friend. No, screw that. No, you don't have friends, so you're out. Sorry. That's a joy of Facebook. You don't actually have to like the people. You are friends with. It's, you are it's, liking uh, the post, not the people. Is that it's what you're a saying? Ridi- it's, it's a ridiculous <laughs> title. Like, it means nothing, friend. Um, Look, Conquest is is this sort of massive game that can be played either in, like, full-on rank-and-file army mode or even skirmish mode. So we will be going into it in further details in a couple of episodes forthcoming. But... 
just have a look at some of these models because they are incredible models and you can win it for the low low price of one like and one friend or one tag yeah we don't actually want your friends no we don't want uh, friends. Uh, but but you need to tag them in the post you need to tag them and then hopefully they the tag someone and so forth and, and they so tag forth. someone and and you see how this perpetuates in some kind of motion perpetually that's it. Uh, lastly, I did throw up a sort of I'm very – go on. I'm just sorry. I, lastly, I just threw up. Anyway. <laughs> I was I was still talking. Way, My sentence to, hadn't finished. What a, what a way to finish. And then right. you threw up. <laughs> Just threw up a little bit in my mouth then. Uh, I threw up a sort of teaser, not a very um, ambiguous teaser, but a teaser on Facebook this evening. Uh, Thoughtless Bowl. Deuce. We had such fun with number one. We are bringing it back. It is Thoughtless Bowl 2. Thoughtless Harder. What's the sequel to Thoughtless Bowl? We'll, we'll come up with a... a I mean, if the first one was number ones and this is number twos... Yeah, um, but it's got to have a, you know, this, you know, second title. I know, but I just want to make a poop joke, really. <laughs> oh, God, okay. I'm not sure what we do for the next one, though. That gets messy. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're broken, so we will wrap it up there. But Thoughtless Bowl, Blood Bowl 7's event, coming to throw the dice. Stay tuned, people. More details coming soon. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you again to all our entries. It was just wonderful going through them, seeing what you guys had, the ideas, the results, so much better than mine. And Jason's, let's let's be honest. I mean, I set a low bar. <laughs> um, but that's that's what I like to do. I like to lift others up. Yes. But yeah, thank you to all that entered. Thank you again to our wonderful patrons that, that help us do this. Um, and by all means, if you want to get involved in the chat, jump on Facebook, jump on Discord, uh, give us a like, give us a follow, join the conversation, and let's do more of this. Yeah, super pumped. You people are better than me, and it makes me feel bad about myself. Thank you. Laters. See ya. Sunrise, catch you all. Gaming.